That's Joey. That's Misaki. Uh, welcome to Rent Party. How the show generally begins. That's how it has begun, and that's how it will continue to begin. The show never ends. Welcome to Rent Party. How you guys doing? You guys are mostly my friends. Some of you are my enemies. That'll be decided at the end of the show. Why are you guys all way over there? Come over here. It's already weird. It's not gonna get less weird. It's uh, a lot of people come to comedy shows, they're afraid the comics gonna talk to them if they sit in the front row. There are so many worse things that could happen. You know, Gigi Allen used to pee on people in the front row. You know who Gigi Allen is? He's a literal monster, okay. Um, I, uh, I had a weird week. I, had, uh, I just got back from a festival in New Orleans where uh, my birthday was on Thursday and it was a great day. I got a free bread pudding. I beat the record on one of those uh, punch machines by one point. Yeah. Officially declared strongest punch in New Orleans. Feel good about that. Then uh, two nights ago, a teenager bucked at me and I flinched. So, <laughs> so I gotta go register at an office now <laughs> as being soft. I got to register, I had to register today because the office is closed on Sunday. Isn't that, a, do you have to register if you, like go to door to door like a pedophile if a teenager threatens you? He did, he was, he came up, he came up and he was all weird. He was like, it looked like he was crying from a distance. He was like sniffling, he was like. <laughs> and then he got to me, he was like. <laughs> and then I was like, what the fuck are you supposed to do in that situation? You know. In hindsight, I could have just swept the leg a little bit. He was a small kid, but I didn't want to hurt this dude. I did, I did want to hurt him, but you know, you know how that is. I don't know, man. I've been thinking a lot about stuff. I'm starting to believe in conspiracy theories. Not like specific ones though. I'm just like, I just think a lot of stuff is fishy. I've been using the word fishy a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I've been thinking about, like, the civil rights movement. Like, a civil rights leader, like, a modern-day civil rights leader got killed recently. I was thinking about MLK. Like, how did, how did anybody not think he was going to get killed, you know? Dude talked like a ghost while he was alive. <laughs> and you think he's going to stay alive? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not how this shit works. I have a dream. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Spooky, <laughs> you know? Talk like he's trying to scare you, but he's trying to inspire you. What if ghosts are all just trying to inspire you? <laughs> what if we got ghosts all wrong? That'd be weird, right? The election's weird. If any, I don't know, I, I feel like if anybody is still undecided, I know n nobody is, but if you need any conclusive evidence, just go to the 
Trump Tower on Columbus Circle. Up on the front of the tower, it says Trump International Hotel and Tower. As though being a hotel means that it is not a tower. As if somebody would look at the tower and go, oh, look, a tower. And then look at the sign and say, oh, no, just a hotel. So if you need any reason to not vote for Trump, that's it. I feel bad for all, uh, for all my white friends that can't love their grandparents all the way right now. That's a real bummer. <laughs> Any of you guys in that position? Any of you guys side-hugging your grandparents right now? Just cringing softly as they call walnuts nigger toes and shit like that? <laughs> Ugh, grandma, no. I love my grandparents, man, they're dope. My great-grandma was 104 and Cherokee, so we just talked about that all the time. We didn't talk about it. It was like, Grandma may be homophobic, but when is that going to come up? She stays in the house, you know? <laughs> she never leaves. She was a dope lady. She used to make white people go in the back door at her house. And I know that's racist the other way around, but it's fine this way. Okay, I guess not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Been thinking about a lot. You guys want to, like, drop a little beat real quick for a second? I don't know. I don't know. Shit's uh Joey's a cool dude. Is this fun now? I'm gonna ask that again. Is it fun now? Could it could it be more fun or could it or should it be less fun? What's your verdict? Give a thumbs up. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs down. Could it more fun? Does that mean it could be more fun or it's at maximum fun right now? Y'all, bring it down a little bit. Bring it down a little bit. Bring it down a little bit. Does that mean it's too fun or not fun enough? Just by a round of applause. Round of applause, thumbs up. By round of applause, do you guys think the pyramids were built by Africans or by aliens? By round of applause. Who do you think built the pyramids? Oh, wow. Oh, it's like that, okay. Okay, that's weird. How weird is that that just because white people don't get it, that means aliens did it? White people don't get how black people's hair works and they think that because they don't get massive structures that that means they were aliens. That's crazy, right? You guys ever watch Ancient Aliens? I've never seen the show, but I assume it's pretty racist, right? That's just an assumption that I've made. I've had a weird record, pretty good record, I guess, of, um, of not knowing a, an artist's body of work that well and being embarrassed to talk about it because all my friends know about it. Keep going, keep going with that, keep going with that. Keep it going. Oh, man. I've had this weird thing, I keep, uh, a lot of my friends like, will know an artist and I'm afraid to say that I don't know an artist. And then he turns out to be a rapist and I'm in the clear, it's great. I've only seen Ants. Ants is the only Woody Allen movie I've seen. And I dare you to call me on that shit. I dare you. I didn't watch the Cosby show that much. I'm sorry. I was a Wayans Brothers kid. I watched Wayans Brothers and I watched Martin. I didn't give a shit about the Cosby show. I'm sorry. What are you guys doing here? You guys want another comic or you guys want more of this? More shouting at you. 
You gotta get. You gotta give me some words. Comic or more of this. Oh. All right. All right. Well, be careful what you wish for. You can see this next comic uh, on New York Comedy Festival, or maybe you've seen him on it in the past. Everybody, make a lot of noise for the very funny Mr. Tyler Richardson. Tyler Richardson, everyone. Hello. Um, so, let me begin by speaking about how people judge me. Like, a lot of people see me and they judge me based on the way that I look and speak. Uh, people seem that I, I date white women. Not the case. But I've been stopped on the street by many random black dudes like, Hey! How do I get a white woman? <laughs> I'm not with a white woman. I'm not headed to a white woman, but I've got on a scarf, and that's not enough to go by. <laughs> a lot of my friends when I was a kid, they would like compliment me and say, well, the white ones would say, hey, man, you talk white. And I was like, no, I speak well. Because to say that I talk white means black people can't speak well. I can't have that. So I'd head back to my black friends, and it never takes very long before somebody reminds me Hey, man, you got to be like the whitest black dude I've ever met in my life. What are you, working with the white guys? You're killing me right now. That's my struggle. I'm real chocolatey brown, as you can tell. Uh, I like to call it sexual mahogany. So I remember one day I was in the car with my mom, and I was like, hey, how come we're called black people when I'm clearly brown? And her response was, you got a problem with being black? <laughs> I was like, no. And then I stared out the window for the rest of the car ride. <laughs> you can't argue with people like that. But I forgive her. Um, I don't know if you guys have like an addiction to chapstick like I do. Good for the couple of you in the back. Why doesn't everybody want to stay moisturized? It's crazy. I don't understand it. But, like, it's got a, a hold on my life. Like, chapstick in my pocket, more important than keys. I tried to watch that movie, The Revenant. Did you see that? Leonardo DiCaprio won an Oscar for it, and no one has seen it? Thank you, one person in the back, too. All right. So... It was very distracting trying to watch the film because Leonardo DiCaprio's lips were 19th level chapped through that whole thing. Who can focus? I was just watching like, mm. <laughs> I believe that he deserved that Oscar. Even if he wasn't amazing, like those lips didn't look digital. They didn't look like makeup. It looked like he just went dry for a really long time. And his friends at brunch were like, I mean, do you want a little bit of Carmex? He was like, oh no, I'm preparing for a roll. <laughs> Chap lips curl, man, and they were bumping. All right. So, <laughs> uh, is there anybody Asian here? Just you. All right, now, back me up. Did you guys know that Asian people don't like black people? Huh? No, not you. Maybe your parents or your grandparents. Racist? No. Well, she's the first. But 
I had no idea that this was going on, and I was dating an Asian chick in college. Everything was going well. And she was like, you know, this is fun, but I could never bring you home to meet my family. And I was like, why? I'm so likable. And then she told me how racist her parents were, and that hurts, because all black people do is give Asian people money. Whether it's their fake me out 7-Eleven bodega stores, dry cleaning, hair, nails, Chinese food, kung fu movies, we're their biggest fans. I can't tell you how much I've tried to imagine what kind of a soldier General So must have been <laughs> to have deserved such a sauce. There have to be folk tales about him. Maybe he didn't create it, maybe he just discovered it. He was inside a mountain and he got splashed and he came back to his army like, hey everybody, I thought this was honey, but this is far more delicious. Someone quick, taste me. And one brave Asian stepped through the bunch. Oh my God, he's delicious. Huh? Did I get anybody? I got a few of you. I'll take that. Shame on the rest of you. I would moonwalk, but anyway. Um, I feel like I was born in the wrong decade sometimes just because like, I'm really cool with a lot of old stuff. Like hippies liked weed. I love the stuff. They didn't like condoms. Can't say I care for them myself. Trust is my safe sex. Am I the only one? I see you believers. And being black for the three of us in attendance, I feel like there's some stuff back in the civil rights era that maybe I could have lived with, like the segregated water fountains. I feel like that one was for us. Anyone in the room of ethnicity, have you been behind a white person at the water fountain? They put their whole mouth on the spout and have no shame in looking you in the eyes while they do it. All right, you guys close your butt cheeks on me a little bit on that. <laughs> Can we get some soft jazz for this next one? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh. So, I feel like I found a really nice place to travel. You all like to travel. Somewhere really inexpensive to go is jail. Has anyone been to jail? No? Good. So there's only a couple of things I saw worth talking about. One of them was a fight where both dudes were naked, but no one seemed to care. So it began in the shower stalls over a game of basketball. They stepped out into their flip-flops and grabbed one another, just dangling. The brawl is on. So one of them tried to go low and take the dude to the ground. But that wasn't happening because of how sudsy they were. So his face slipped and hit the other dude's dick. And I knew he didn't like that because he was moving his lips away. Mm. <laughs> so the dude up top tried to like shove him off and push him away, but the suds. So he was just mashing his face all in his potatoes. Guy down low panics, lets him go. They grabbed each other again and someone screamed, oh shit, those naked dudes are brawling. A crowd develops. Correctional officer sees it, comes running over, saw they were naked, 
ran back, got his gloves on, and then he came back again. Now he wasn't just gonna reach in all that dick, so we held their clothes a few feet away. Hey, you get off that man and get your ass a few feet away. You, pointing at me. I'm standing next to the crowd, but I'm separated by the fight. You, get over here. I took a look at him, and I took a look at the two naked dudes in front of me. No. They were wet, the ground next to them looked wet. I didn't want to walk past and slip into the fight. Do you remember old school cartoons when a fight was just a big puff of smoke and a fist and a foot and whoever got too close got sucked in? Nobody was handing out condoms. I can't take those chances. (laughs) I saw a lot of gambling, but they don't have money to use. So they use like bread and salt and juice packets and stuff. So I was next to this really large white dude with a scar on his face that you are not allowed to look at. And he was very excited about the day. He was like, homeboy over there just lost 30 Beyonce's. And what's a Beyonce? I could tell you, but check this out. Hey, give me one Beyonce right now. The guy he was talking to was in the middle of a conversation and had to stop, put his hands on the wall and go, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I promise you, that's an addiction. Who makes those kinds of bets? Shame on him, man. And I hope that all translates very well for the podcast. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm Tyler. Thank you. Tyler Richardson, everyone. We just did a weird Spartan handshake. Uh, that's a great way to walk off stage. You guys like him? Yes, sir. Yeah. You guys like yourselves? Yes, sir. Oh, a little less for that. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe you should talk to each other after the show. I don't know. Uh, how about a little Seinfeld real quick? Isn't that amazing that that can just happen? That's so cool, right? It's like, you ever seen a black person have this much control? No? Is it weird that I'm always talking about race? I can't stop. I wasn't telling you guys to stop, but that was good. (laughs) Um, Now the fun thing about hosting a uh, a podcast that is all stand-up is that I have to write a shitload. It's good, it motivates me, but It does not motivate me to remember any of that material. So there's that. Uh, So I'm gonna throw some things at you guys for a minute. Uh, Basketball season just started, and I like to think, uh, let's bring it down just a little bit. How about that? Uh, Basketball season just started. I like to think whenever somebody misses a layup, it's because they got to the rim and then they realized the futility of professional sports in a rapidly automating society. Did you guys ever think about that? Like they're just midair and they're just like, you know, they probably got all the algorithms so they can make those games without me. And then they miss their layup and it doesn't matter. Nobody thinks about it 20 minutes later. You ever been in that position? I've been, ro- I've been watching a lot of movies about, uh, about child soldiers which uh, it kind of bums me out 
just because that's a thing that happens in Africa. My family's from Africa. Uh, but then I always get to the end of them, and I realize that child actors have the exact same prospects later in life, and I feel better. Uh, uh, is that one? Is that one too good or too sad? Okay. I. Uh, you ever notice how people talk about urban living, but then they talk about urban youth, and they never mean the same kind of urban. Isn't that weird? Uh, okay. There's a lot of clown shit going on lately. There's a lot of weird clown shit. A lot of clowns spooking people in the woods. And I'm uh, very excited for the day that the band Insane Clown Posse starts to claim those incidents like ISIS. I'm excited for that to happen. Like, oh, oh, yeah, that was it. We, that was us. We sent those clowns. Our, uh, our cause is magnetic. I don't know how the fuck it works. Is what I mean. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't lived in New York very long. I just moved here in January. And I've seen a lot of weird things on the, on the train, for example. Like a while ago, I saw a dude spit onto the train tracks. And then he looked like weirdly guilty about it. Like that's a fine thing to do, but he looked like it was a, he looked weirdly guilty about it. And he made eye contact with me. And then he pointed at it in a way that said, oh, my bad man, was that yours? And so I looked back at him and I was like, uh, no man, it's cool, I got mine. And then I spit onto the tracks and we both got arrested. <laughs> this country's fucked up. You ever get so high that you remember the prison industrial complex? No? You ever, no nobody's had that happen? I don't know. Like too many people try to be friends with, with you on the train. You ever had that? Like I, I, was, I used to live in LA and when I was over there, I had a dude ask me what kind of phone I had. He was trying really hard to like build a friendship out of nothing. He was like, hey man, what kind of phone you got? And I was like, uh, it's a Samsung Galaxy. And then he was like, all right, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, yeah, that's cool, that's tight, that's tight, that's tight, that's tight, that's tight, that's tight. He's like grabbing his nuts in a weird way, that's tight, that's tight. And then he tried to continue the conversation, but the next thing he said, like he made a lot of assumptions about me based on that, because the next thing he said was, hey, yo, it's mad lesbians out tonight, bruh. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yo, where do you think you are that you're, they're not gonna be lesbians? It's, it's LA. And also the world. There are lesbians in the world. <laughs> where do you think you are? And then he continues, he goes, hey, you know why they lesbians, right? And I was like, no, 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 no. He goes, it's cause all these niggas is gay. I was like, no! That's the worst thing you could have said. Cause I have a degree in psychology and I wanted to tell him that actually there's a part in your brain called the sexually dimorphic nucleus and its size corresponds pretty much directly to your sexual orientation. So if it's larger, you tend to display more typically masculine characteristics. And if it's smaller, you tend to display more typically feminine characteristics. So it's pretty much 100% biological. I wanted to tell him that, but instead I was like, maybe he'll just say this to the wrong person and I get to watch him get murdered on the train. That'd be dope, right? <laughs> That'd be cool. I just didn't have the confidence to do that because I do have a degree in psychology and so that just means that I am poor and most of my opinions are only until further notice. So, there's that. Uh, you guys ready for your next comic? Yeah? Uh, this next guy is a very funny man. Uh, you know what? I cannot confirm that he is on MTV, but he looks like he is. 
You been on MTV? <laughs> he just called me the N-word very loud. All right, man, this dude's very funny. Everybody make a lot of noise for Mr. Leclerc Darkwing! What's up, people? What's up? How you guys doing? <laughs> I know y'all looking at me, wondering the same thing. I get this all the time. People look at me and they want to know. Yes, the zippers are real. They are real zippers, if you want to know. Uh, yeah. That's what you guys wonder, right? What do I do, huh? <laughs> I'm tall. That's what I was talking about. I'm a very tall person. Uh, people ask me about my height a lot, right? You would ask me, right? If you weren't so quiet. <laughs> and an audience. Uh, I used to get, people used to ask me, hey, do you play basketball? I used to get that a lot. Uh, but now that I live in New York, the questions people are asking are getting more obscure. This dude came up to me, he was crazy as shit. He was like, hey man, if I had your height, I'd be changing light bulbs. I'm like, man, you are. <laughs> I'm like, here's a dollar, man, get away from me. You are weird as shit. You ever hang mistletoe, brother? You ever hang mistletoe? I'm like, yeah, I hang mistletoe. I would hang mistletoe if I had your height, brother. Uh, <laughs> it's my uncle I'm talking about right now. Uh, he didn't get the jeans, man. It's on my mom's side. Uh, I, I mean, when I first moved to New York, I remember I had to learn train etiquette, right? It's something we all have to do. We have to learn train etiquette. I made a big mistake. I'm from the South, and uh, I got on a train, and a pregnant lady gets on. I didn't know the rules. And I stood up and I gave her my seat. I said, hey, sweetheart, you got my seat. And she was like, oh my God, niggas is so thirsty. And she took my seat. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck just happened here, huh? Am I being bamboozled? She, everybody was like, you are, you are sick, okay? You never, why would you do that? You, she's already pregnant. I was like, listen, I'm from the South. Uh, I didn't know. They're like, get the fuck off this train. So I got off. I was like, but this isn't my stop. They're like, get off now. I'm like, all right. I got on the next cart and I, I got a seat, which was cool. Then a real old lady gets on the train and started looking at me. She's like, she wanted my seat. I was like, you're not even my type, lady. Listen, I already know the rules. Uh, <laughs> you have to learn how to ride the train, man. It's one of those things you have to do, man. I didn't know that, uh, you guys know that manspreading is illegal? Did you know that? If you have your legs open on the train, you get a ticket? Well, you learn something, okay? You don't play yourself, all right? I don't know why they're giving out tickets for manspreading. I've seen New Yorkers handle it by themselves, man. They don't have no problems with doing it. I saw this lady get on the train. She looked tired. This dude was taking up two spaces with his legs. She said, excuse me, I'd like to sit down. He was like, nah. <laughs> and she was like, excuse me, I'd like to sit right here. And he was like, mm-mm. And she was like, your dick ain't that big, move. And <laughs> He got fed up. He was like, hey, I ain't got a little dick, huh? And she was like, yeah, you don't? Well, let's see it, huh? Let's see this dick that's taking up two spaces on the two train. <laughs> and his dude stood up in the back. He was like, hey, man, don't do it. There's a baby on the train. <laughs> and without missing a beat, she was like, yeah, a baby dick, move. I was like, oh, shit. This is the scariest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> And then she took the seat and put her bags next to her. It was great. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, she just, she's a hero. What if she was like the new voice of the feminist movement, right? What, <laughs> what if she got women mobilized, right? What if she ran for office and just walked into Congress? It's like, why, why aren't y'all passing legislation, huh? 
y'all dicks ain't that big, do something. And that'd be like her slogan. <laughs> Just body shaming men for a career. I could get on board with that, man. She sounds like a real hero. You gotta do extreme things to get change done in this country, okay? It's slow progress, it's slow. Uh, I don't know. You guys remember uh, the Motorola Razor? Yeah? You sound like a man who owned a Motorola Razor. That's the type of confidence you had if you had a Motorola Razor. Gee, I remember the day I got my Motorola Razor, you couldn't tell me nothing, okay? I mean, swagger on a thousand Motorola Razor swagger. I was just looking for a reason to put my phone out. Running up on girls like, ah, I think I just cut my hand on my new Motorola Razor. Girl, you see this shit? It's a slick ass phone. Go ahead, put your number in. I know you want to. I got money, because I got this thin ass phone, micro technology. Go ahead, put your number, save it. Uh, <laughs> She was like, I got one too, they're $10. I'm like, all right, they are very cheap phones. <laughs> yeah, man, Razor used to be crazy. People used to have swag off a phone. Unbelievable. Now we got the iPhones. Everybody's looking, <laughs> looking to charge their phone all the time, man. My boy came up to me in a panic, sweating. He's like, hey, man, you have a charger for your phone? I'm like, yeah, here's my charger. He goes, oh, that's for the six. I got a 4S. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, but you go ahead and drop the S, bruh. <laughs> it's like, when is that ever gonna make a difference in your life, okay? You're never gonna be in a club like, hey, girl, I was wondering if I get your number. She's like, yeah, sure, you cute. Well, here's my phone. She's like, ugh, what is this, a iPhone 4? He's like, nah, nah, girl. <laughs> That's a 4S. Go ahead, don't ever play yourself, all right? Go ahead, put your number in it. She's like, nah, get the fuck away from me. I'm noticing that, uh, uh, the cop shootings that are happening every day are uh, changing the way that black people in my neighborhood are interacting with the police. There used to be a time, I live in Brooklyn, there used to be a time where cops used to like, say, hey man, where you going? Harass us, and dudes would just be like, hey man, suck my dick, and just walk away, right? But now, after those shootings, man, we get, gotta wise up, man. These are watching videos, tutorials on how to interact with the cops. I saw this dude walking down the street and the cop was like, hey, man, where you going? He was like, instead of responding to the officer, he looked at me. He said, brother man, big man. I was like, me? He's like, yeah, record this interaction. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I got a job now? He's like, you got a job now. Record this. I'm like, all right, let me get my Motorola razor. And I pull out. It was blurry. The video's blurry, but I recorded it, right? And I'm recording, and he's like, officer. He's like, yes. Have I committed a crime? He's like, no. I'm like, that's a good-ass question. <laughs> I would have never thought to ask that. He must be watching SVU or something. He's like, officer, yes. Am I being detained? I was like, that's another good-ass question. He's like, no, no, I'm not being Okay. Well, then, with all due respect, officer, suck my dick. And he just walked away. I'm like, oh, this, this guy is a hero. Uh, he still got shot. It's not a happy story. <laughs> he got shot, but I got it on tape. So it's like baby steps, guys. It's baby steps. Uh, you guys are fine. I, I like this crowd. Uh, uh, can I tell you guys about my family and my mom? Don't tighten up. My mom's a beautiful lady, okay? She's going to listen to the podcast. And she's like, what the fuck did that audience have against me, huh? <laughs> my mom is a, is a beautiful lady. She's from Haiti. And uh, English is her third language. So she's not really comfortable like sending emails and stuff, which is understandable. I mention that because she just started dating online. Uh, and it's, it's hard to date online if you don't feel comfortable sending emails. So she asks me <laughs> to send emails for her. And 
Guys, I have to say, I'm surprisingly good at trapping 70-year-old men. <laughs> I'm just tricking these niggas left and right. Just bamboozling old-ass dudes in retirement. I'm just tricking them into thinking they in love. I'm a dude. I'm a man. Uh, they love me. Uh, they just send my mom emails, and I'm coming for the interception. <laughs> just take it and run with it. This dude sent my mom a nice little email. He was like, hey, what you doing tonight? I was like, ma, I got this. Uh, I'm just watching the game. What are you doing, send? He's like, you like basketball? You watching basketball right now? I'm like, I love basketball. That dude is so trapped. I had this dude so tricked. Uh, other day, this dude sent, uh, I sent this dude like an email, right? It was a nice email. He looked like he had money. I was invested, right? Uh, <laughs> so he sends this email. Uh, so I send this guy this email, right? Uh, and then he sends back a dick pic. That's it. He just sent back a dick pic. Yeah. I was really I was really upset. I was really disappointed. Mainly because he wasn't even hard in his dick pic, right? It's like this is my mom we're talking about, okay? She deserves the best. I mean, I need the hardest dick pic you can muster at 72 years old. I was I was pissed. Turns out my mom liked the dude anyway. She ended up dating him, which is weird because uh she insisted I meet him. Now I gotta be introduced to this dude like I don't know what his dick looks like. <laughs> He's like, come in, huh? Come in, son. I just gotta introduce you to Harold. I'm like, Harold, this is my son. I'm like, hey, Harold, it's nice to put a name to the, uh, the face. Well, I'm not gonna shake your hand, man. I'm just gonna walk away. My mom tried to raise me, but she wanted me to be like a nice, like be chivalrous, which is cool. You guys know what chivalry is? <laughs> Welcome to Brooklyn. <laughs> If you don't know what chivalry is, uh, chivalry is when a man has a young lady uh, who's completely competent, right? Um, but you treat them like they're retarded. It's a, <laughs> it's a timeless tradition that fathers teach their sons. In fact, the more condescending the man is, the more flattered the woman's supposed to be. You ever notice that? It's like, hey, watch out, sweetheart. Watch out, sugar tits. Watch out, sweet thing. Mm. Let me get this door for you, okay? I know these doorknobs. <laughs> Crazy, right? The doorknobs, they be fucking people up, okay? You might have to turn right or left. It's crazy out here in these streets, okay? Push or pull, you're gonna push that door. It's a pull, girl. It's a pull. Go ahead in there with your fat ass, girl. I am a hero. I didn't even tip his hat like that. That's how men used to behave. Uh, be in a restaurant, like, oh, uh, waiter, yes, waiter. I'll be having a filet mignon, medium rare. And the lady here, do, 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 do. I'm just playing, stop, I would, come on. I would never hit her in public. Uh, the lady be having applesauce, uh, can I get that? That dude would get the pussy, he was a hero back then. I'm glad things have changed, man. I'm glad things have changed. We can be inspired by women, right? I, uh, I was at the gym and I saw this old lady on the treadmill next to me, right? And uh, she was cooking, right? Cooking. Old white lady running her ass off, and I was tired. <laughs> and uh, I just gave up on my workout because of her. I was like, you know what? I'll never be as good as this old lady. And at one point, her phone disconnects from her headphones, and her music starts playing on speakerphone. DMX was playing on speakerphone. <laughs> this bitch was a rough rider. I didn't even know they made them that old. I was like, oh. I started, started rocking with her for a little bit. I was like, you like this shit? I was like, hey, you like, you like DMX, huh? You like the old school hip hop? And she was like, who, me? 
oh no, uh, I just imagine he's behind me. Uh, <laughs> makes you run faster. <laughs> You're not getting my purse, DMX, uh-uh, she skedaddled, she got out of there. Her name's Cheryl, she's my new training partner. I just, uh, I just chase her around Planet Fitness every day. <laughs> Well, oh, that was a good workout show. Next Tuesday at 8, she's like, I'll see you there, Negro. I'm like, don't call me a Negro. Uh, you guys have been a lot of fun. My name's LeClerc, guys. Listen to the podcast. One more time for your host. Yeah. Give it up for LeClerc. Make some noise for LeClerc. That was, uh, man, that was fun. All right, guys. Shit. This, uh, this show's winding down, man. You guys, uh, you guys did it. You made it. We're almost there. Man, LeClerc, that chivalry shit is confusing. Honestly, my mom's from Nigeria, so they still like don't have progress yet and shit. So my mom will still make me open doors for her. It's just very good. Nigeria is a fucked up country because it's a country full of people that say they're fine and mean it. You know what I mean? You ask them how they're doing, they're like, I'm fine. And then they are actually doing well. It's some fucked up shit, man. It's very frustrating. You know what? I should have just rode the wave of what he did. Sometimes you try to build off of stuff, and then you shouldn't have. You ever had that happen? You ever been at work and had somebody else do a good job, and you have to take over the next shift, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll make, I'll make the croissants the same, just as good as he did? No, just use the croissants he made. I assume you guys all work at bakeries, right? <laughs> right? Okay, well, uh, we're down to your last comment. You guys ready for your last comment? You guys excited about that? Now I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the intro she told me to do. I uh, I do not want to do this intro, but she told me to do this. I'm gonna do it. Uh, ah, 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 she's very funny. Make a lot of noise for Casey Balsham. Casey Balsham. I, I asked him to do that. I was, I was like, make him feel weird. Um, make him feel real. This is so weird, y'all. Like, there are so many seats. You don't even want to sit under the disco ball? Like, that's all I want to do all the time. All right, you're not like me. Do you guys know Pat Benatar or what? Sure, like, uh... like, hit me with your best shot? We're just doing karaoke at this point. I mean, kinda. Fire away! Came in right on that one. Thank you, thank you. I kind of, I just, you know, I just always want to do karaoke. Do you guys do karaoke as a band too? We just met tonight. Oh, cool. Well, now we know the backstory. We don't care to ask about how they're doing, you know? How are you guys doing? Pretty good. <laughs> do you guys like karaoke? Yes, it's a, such a fun, it's the best night, isn't it? And you never know when you're, when you're gonna get into it. Like you can plan to go, but a lot of times when you stumble into it, you're like, why don't I sing every fucking night of my life? What's your karaoke song? You, yeah, yeah, camouflage, I see you. Or is that camouflage? No. no. Brown. Can't stop me now. <laughs> it's what? Queen, Can't Stop Me Now. Queen, Can't Stop Me Now, what's yours? Uh, take It Easy, English. Take It Easy, what's yours? 
See, everybody has a fucking, th it's so fun because it doesn't define you either. You know what I mean? Like you can sim sing Tim McGraw and still love, live in Brooklyn. Like nobody cares, you know what I mean? Like your karaoke song does not make you who you are. You can sing Black Velvet and still be a piece of trash. Like it's gonna be fine. I love it, but it's so weird because it's literally a time when you're at a bar having fun and then you have to pretend like your friend is in concert for like five minutes. You know, like you're having fun over here at this area and then it's like Casey's on stage and all your friends have to be like, God, like cheer you on and like dance for you. Like it's bizarre. It's a really weird time. And then it becomes like this kind of like, like, I don't know, like West Side Story, but like friends of like good karaoke people and there's karaoke people over here. And like if they do good and you do good, you guys like mesh groups and you like talk about how fun and like and how good you are, you know? And you're like, you are really good. And then somebody's like, you are really good. And like for a brief moment, you're like, should we go on tour? Like, I don't know. What's the end of this? I don't know. It's so fucking fun. And everybody has a song. Do you know what I mean? Everybody has a journey on that. I'm feeling a little bit bizarre because I saw something so out of context today that I'm not really used to. I saw it like, do you ever get freaked out when you see something somewhere where it's not supposed to be? Like people running in jeans, you know? Like that's not, don't, <laughs> there's a whole subsection of pant that's for running, don't do that. But like I saw a guy eat a tuna sandwich in the gap. What? No, <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> Why, you know, like I'm trying to buy a bra, you're eating canned fish, this can't, like, oh, no, that's gross. You know, because he brought it in a plastic bag, so it came from home. <laughs> and he got to the gap and was like, this is the place. <laughs> this is where to do this. But he was shopping with his girlfriend, so I get it. Like he had to pack up for the day. He's like, fuck, I don't know how long I'm gonna be here. So he like brought a sale. I just had, I wanted to follow them. I wanted to be like, why are you shopping together, first of all? <laughs> Couples, are you guys together? Yeah? yeah? Oh, perfect. Thank you for answering. Sometimes I'll ask people and they're like, Ugh, and I'm like, I can fucking see you. <laughs> or like I asked a couple the other day, I was like, are you guys dating? And they're like, we're cousins. And I'm like, you didn't answer my question. <laughs> so like, I don't know what people do. <laughs> but like, so, so, so do you guys shop together though ever? Not, see, it's supposed to be for like, that's, that's like girls, we just, we, you know, like we need time and we know you're gonna get bored and that's when people start bringing fucking sandwiches into my area. And I'm like, get out of here with that. Like I see couples all the time at Victoria's Secrets. I have no business being there. I'm in my 30s. You know, there's no way in no world do I need a leopard thong, but I got one, you know, like get out of there. It's for kids. It's for little tiny kids. But so I, it's just... It's so bizarre when women bring their guy, their, their guy friends, their boyfriends there, their guy friends, because it's literally like women just running around with fistfuls of panties and guys just charging their phones, <laughs> just trying not to be aroused, like, ah, why did she bring me here? And the whole place, you know, <laughs> the whole place kind of vaguely smells like twat, you know? Like, because at the end of the day, it's a clothing store and people are just putting on their panties and then, you know, I don't want them, put them back. <laughs> It's gross. That's why they sell so much perfume and lotion there. <laughs> yeah, if they didn't, it <laughs> smell like a Seattle fish market, but they're like, we're gonna go with vanilla lace. <laughs> we want this whole place to smell like a marshmallow. <laughs> it's out of context, man. Like I saw someone cough in a porn the other day. What? <laughs> like, like, it's not, you're supposed to do that in there. Like we have a deal, lady, me and you, two to three minutes, then I gotta go to work. Like don't do anything weird. And then <laughs> she's like, <laughs> What? What? No, 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 no. 
Like, cause then you just forget and then you like you, she does something like that and you're like, oh yeah, she was a baby at one point. <laughs> like at some point early in her career, she was a baby. <laughs> Man, like somebody told me to hold on in a text message the other day. <laughs> no, no need, you know, just don't text me back. I'm gonna keep holding, I'll be there. Um, that's weird though, right? Like with texting, you don't have to really communicate. <laughs> I just thought, maybe she's a good friend and I'm the asshole, maybe. I don't know. I feel like my brain has been taking me to weird places lately. Do you ever have those thoughts where you're just like, how did I get to there? Like, why did my brain go to there like that? Like, that was weird. Like, I was at a bar the other night and my friend came out of the bathroom and he's like, oh my God, I just finished peeing and this couple went in behind me. And then he's like, they're not going to pee. And he's like, you think they're going to fuck? And in my brain, I, my brain said, maybe she has a baby arm and he has to wipe her. <laughs> what? Come on. Maybe he just, maybe she can't reach her bits and parts. Did you guys see the action? <laughs> I had to show the band the arm. I just don't know, you know? Maybe he's a good guy. <laughs> Maybe she's, you know, had some troubles in her life. I think it's weird. I feel like there's definitely, like, have you guys ever noticed that girls with, like, one snaggle tooth always have love? Have you noticed that? <laughs> like, whenever there's a girl with just one funny tooth, there's always a guy there just kissing her bangs, you know? <laughs> like, just supporting her dress choices, right? Is or is or is not every quirky girl you know in a great relationship? They are, right? Every girl you know that's like, ah, I, well, you know, I skinned my dog because I don't know. Like, I don't know what. <laughs> I guess quirky is not necessarily skin my dog, but all girls, I just always see somebody with like a fucking bouffant, like poodle skirt and just one tooth that's coming out of her lip and then the guy, and like with a baby, you know? I'm like, somebody loved her through that. <laughs> I have, a good, I have a good guy, though. He loved me through The Bachelor. I'm a Bachelor fan. Come, come out wherever you are. This is a safe space. Yes, woo in the back? Fuck yeah. This is, listen, if you don't watch The Bachelor, you're probably smart and you probably know what's going on in the world, and I don't, but I just know that there's real people out there looking for real love in real places like Mexico. <laughs> but I love, I love that show. I love that show, and I know that my boyfriend's a good guy because he watched it with me, and I told him that I have always had this dream to go on The Bachelor. I was like, does ABC think I am crazy enough to make good TV? Do they think I have a big enough drinking problem, you know, <laughs> to do something crazy? I'll never know now, but I asked him, I was like, should we just go on to like bump up our careers? Like, let's just go on. And he was like, you know, I don't feel the need. Like, but if you want to, if that's something that would make you happy. Just go try for like try out for it. Like go do it. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, if that's what you want. And I was like, oh my God. But what if I win? <laughs> and he just looked at me and was like, you won't. <laughs> like, there's no fucking way that anybody wants you. <laughs> do you see the other girls plucking their nipple hairs, dying their grays, and crying because the towels smell funny? <laughs> no. It's like I'd be the realest girl on there. <laughs> We got in a fight the other day because he went, I don't know if I'm in the wrong here, but he went to a funeral the other day, you know, but he didn't invite me. Like, I know you get a plus one to that shit, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't know them, but I know that there's wine and cheese after, and I can be real sad when I'm drunk, okay? Like, I can figure it out. But it was for his ex-girlfriend's dad. That's kind of wonky, right? Like, that's kind of weird. 
And I told him, I was like, I'm not okay with this. He's like, I, she's married it with it, kids. Like, nothing's going to happen. And I was like, yeah, but you guys did butt stuff. Like, I'm always going to be insecure, you know? <laughs> like, we haven't even watched Breaking Bad together. <laughs> and she was just, okay. Um, no tailpipe talk for this crowd. If you guys were under the disco ball, you'd be into it. <laughs> We'd all be into it. <laughs> just a baby arm. Um, I don't know. New York has definitely done different things to me. Because I, I lived in L.A. I grew up in San Francisco, but I was, like, just super chill. And now I'm, like, oh, bigger, faster, stronger. Like, I just, like, I get, I get the aggression. You know what I mean? Like, I came to New York. I'm, like, I'm living my best life. I am so mean. Like, the aggression is so bad that when I see a man walking with flowers, I just think, ah, I wonder if he hit her. <laughs> ah, you don't know. <laughs> you know? I see couples fight in public, which I love. I love it. You have to do it. You have nowhere to hide your crazy hair. You have to say it. Do it in public. A guy and his girlfriend were fighting in this subway the other day, and he just goes, bitch, I never disrespect you. And I was like, except right then. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed pretty comfortable doing it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think I want to get married. Do you guys... Are you, it, weddings do funny things to people, though, right? Doesn't it, like, put weird thoughts in your head? Yeah, you're nodding, right? Last wedding I went to, I got hammered and demanded my boyfriend come inside me so we could start a future, you know? Like that's, yeah, she's gasping because she's done it. Um, I don't buy gifts, though. Do you buy gifts? No, right? Like, your gift is that in 10 years, when you guys stop talking to each other and you start to find the busboys attractive because they call you mommy, like, you can come over and drink wine with me, you know? You can sleep on my couch. All right, I was working on that one. I'm not sure it's going to be a thing. <laughs> But I appreciate, again, the disco ball might have made that happen. Um, I, I had an interesting uh, experience. I just flew home to see my parents, actually. And I always feel like, because I travel like, by myself a lot, that I always am like sitting next to a couple, which always makes the walk down the airplane like an audition for a threesome. I didn't know I was having. <laughs> you know, it's people just like sizing me up, like, ah, we could sit next to her. She doesn't look like she smells. We could watch her sleep for a couple hours. Like, but on my way... I, was, I had TSA pre-check, which is the shit. I don't know if there's any other way to fly. I have no control over it, but I love it. But I was behind the pilot, and you know he put his shoes on the thing. We had to put our shoes on the thing, even though it was pre-check. And he gets off, he gets his shoes off, and he looks at him, and he goes, <laughs> two different shoes. <laughs> no, come on, bro, what are you doing? Like, you just woke up that morning about to fly a plane, like, willy-nilly, like, ah, whatever happens. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get to Montana, sir. <laughs> like, you have to have all the shoes matching all the things. But I did learn something that you're not supposed to call them stewardesses anymore, which I was behind in the times. That's not PC, because they actually prefer oriental faggot midget. So, like, <laughs> none of that's PC. I don't know. That was the joke part of it. But I guess I'll... I can't leave you like that. That feels weird. Um... I guess I'm going to go out with a solid camel toe joke, but can I have a little music to do that? <laughs> a, little camel, a little camel toe intro. Camel toe. <laughs> I don't get it. You know why? I dress to the left, both lips, one side. All right, it got some chuckles. I feel comfortable with that. All right, you guys, thanks so much. Bye! Welcome everyone, make some noise. Now, this is the part of the show where the show's technically over, but you guys can, uh, we're gonna like fuck around for a bit. You guys wanna like jam for a second? You guys okay with that? Yeah. 
What do you guys want to do? You guys want to talk about? I don't know. Get scat a little bit. I was in key for a second there. It was all right. That happens. I sang in choir, but, I, you know, I'm not good at improv. Improv. Improv comedy or improv music. I'm good at neither one. These guys met today. How crazy is that? Make some noise for them. The, uh, the running joke of this show is that the band is called The Original Lineup and it's never been the same people. It's literally never been the same people. Hey, uh, Joey, what's your story? Where are you from? Uh, Jersey originally. You have a microphone. What are you, where are you from? Uh, a place where I can play and talk at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, originally Jersey, but now I'm on the Upper East Side. Oh, that's great. Upper East Side, originally from Jersey, and now he's doing this. He came all the way, all the way from Jersey over the course of however many years just to do this show tonight. Misaki, I'm sure you'll struggle to talk, but where are you from? <laughs> He's from Japan. How fucking crazy is that? That's dope. Misaki Nakamichi. If you, if you thought that name was from another country, you're just stupid. Do you ever watch anime? I, that sounds racist, but it's not. Just watched a lot of Cartoon Network growing up. Honestly, you know what? A lot of stuff sounds racist. It's not. It's not. It ain't. It ain't. Am I the guy to, to take that advice from? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think... Just the, the English language is so limited, you know? Like, you shouldn't focus on what the words are, but what's in your heart, right? Think about this, if you call a person a slut, that's objectification, right? But if you call an object a slut, that's literary personification. What does that mean? Words don't mean anything. You're all gonna die someday, we're all gonna die Monday said Monday. You don't actually have to go anywhere, but the show's over. But it's not. This is the fun part. Anybody want a rap battle? Who's trying to rap battle real quick? Anybody rap? Do you know the baseline from Rapper's Delight? Oh man. Uh, it's a little lower. There it is. Yeah. There it is. I'm gonna do some like 80s style rap rap disses. Well, I. I your friend and I do not like your face and if you think that you rap better than me then you better leave this place well I am the one to trap and I'd like to say hello 
you look like you're scared. Your face is turning yellow. Hey, how? This is how we rapped in the 80s when everybody was not very good at it. Everybody was good friends then, and we were not very hated. Hey, I did it. Oh, man. That's really hard. That's harder than it, that's harder than it sounds. Rappers back then had a lot of abilities. Rapping was not one of them, but they had a lot of abilities. You guys familiar with the DJ by the name of DJ Abilities? It's a pretty good DJ. He works with Aesop Rock, who's a modern rapist. The show's been over for so long. <laughs> oh, man. A hippie to the hippie, up jumps the hippie to the boobie, dabba doobie, dabba doobie, dabba doobie, dabba doobie, dabba doobie, dabba doobie, dabba dabba doobie, You don't stop. Your body rock, hey, ha. Boogie to the boogie, up jumps the boogie to the bang bang boogie, said, hey, a battle rap without an opponent. That's how it's supposed to be. Make a lot of noise for all the comics that you saw. I don't know how you still have the energy to do that. I just do it. Just took it I just got rid of all of it. Casey Balsham was there. She's good. LeClerc. LeClerc was great. It's Tyler Richardson. And me. That's Rent Party. That's, oh, that's it. I'm done. Unless somebody wants to fucking get marked right now on this on this stage. You're trying to get murked on the microphone. You're trying to Friend get Party is held monthly right at quick. Union Hall in Brooklyn, Unless New York. Live sound, recording, and mix by Alex Nahas, produced by Good Orbit. Houston, 20 seconds to LOS Tedris. Godhead, nice to be in orbit.